At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. I'm tracking a system bringing wet and windy weather. What Futurecast shows about how and when this system could affect Dreamville and your weekend plans. Then Narcan, an opioid overdose treatment, could soon be available in stores. We'll show you what access to the newly approved drug might look like. Plus, thousands of North Carolinians prohibited from reading certain books. New today, the list of banned books and the people unable to access them. You will soon be able to go to a local store without a prescription and buy Narcan, the drug that reverses an overdose. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. And I'm Dan Haggerty. Today, the FDA approved it for over-the-counter use at a time when the opioid crisis is worse than ever. More than 4,000 North Carolinians lost their lives to an overdose in 2021, according to state health officials. That is the highest number of overdose deaths in a single year on record in the state. WRL's Brett Neese is live in Raleigh with what access will soon look like. Brett? Deborah and Dan, before today, you could get Narcan through the local health department or you need a prescription to get it at a pharmacy like this one in here in Five Points. But now you'll be able to get it over the counter here or you can go across the street and get it at a convenience store like this. In their line of work, Wake County Sheriff's deputies know how vital the overdose reversing drug Narcan is. You can have somebody that you know is one minute appears to be you know, very close to death to the next minute to be very much alive. Deputy Beckley Vaughn has used Narcan on at least 12 people in the last few years. Only once has it not worked. Narcan can, can give you a second chance. It gives you the opportunity to, to make changes in your lifestyle, um, but you have, to, you, know, you have to be willing to do that as well. Those second chances are why advocates praise today's decision by the FDA to approve the over-the-counter sale of Narcan. But there could still be a barrier for those who need it most. The cost of naloxone, the nasal spray, is still too high, $40 to $90. If the price of the nasal spray of the antidote is more than a price of a dime bag of fentanyl, then we're on the wrong side of the equation. Dr. Nabaroon Descupta is hopeful the wider availability will bring the price down. But he says beyond that, the priority should be addiction treatment especially for people who have had naloxone used on them. It's, it's a miracle drug, but the real miracle happens in all the care that people give someone after they've overdosed. You know, like really meeting them where they're at and helping them through whatever difficulties they're going through in their life right now. So today's approval doesn't mean you'll be able to walk into a store like this tonight and pick up Narcan. That likely won't be until the end of the summer until other rules and regulations are put in place. Dan and Deborah. Uh, Brett Neese, Live Force in Raleigh. Thanks, Brett. 
A man accused of hitting and killing an 11 year old girl in the Raleigh Christmas Parade is now in jail. This morning, the judge gave Landon Glass a $250,000 bond for an involuntary manslaughter charge. His attorney was emphatic that Glass did not know why his brakes failed. The state said they tested Glass's truck and found no sign of brake failure. They also said Glass told police after the incident that about six months before the parade, he changed his brake fluid out and accidentally put in transmission fluid instead. Then he tried to flush the line. We are learning much more tonight about what led to a workplace stabbing in Nightdale that left a man dead. Police say the man who died, 49-year-old Delevious Gilbert, initiated the attack. This all happened on Spectrum Drive. Police say security video was key in this case. They say Gilbert and a 43-year-old co-worker were seen fighting and were separated, but the incident was never reported. Later, in the break room, Gilbert attacked his 43-year-old co-worker from behind with what we now know was a metal rod. The co-worker then stabbed Gilbert before breaking away. Police say no charges are expected at this time. The co-worker has not been identified. Dan, right now in the WRL Live Center, following some developing news out of Mount Olive, the police chief releasing some new details. There were two different murders in Mount Olive over the weekend, and the police chief just now confirming that those were not random, number one. Number two here, the two murders are not connected either. The first case over on Connor Street, they are still looking for a suspect in that case. The victim identified as Jamal Pearsall. And the other homicide that happened the day later on Sunday, the victim in this case identified as McKenna. Henley Mathis and the suspect there, so this is the second murder, turned himself in, Clifton Leach. He has been identified for walking into the police department and explaining exactly what happened according to investigators. The big takeaway here, not random, and those two homicides are not connected. Back to you. All right, Mark, thank you. As we take a live look at downtown Raleigh, the sun is going down right here at the Museum of Natural Sciences. A cooler but sunny day across the triangle. Rain, though, is moving back into the forecast for your weekend. Meteorologist Kat Campbell is in the WRL Severe Weather Center, timing out when we're going to see the showers, especially during the Dreamville Festival. Kat? I know a lot of interest in the weekend forecast coming up. This is the system that we are watching that should bring some rain to the area early in the day on Saturday. Saturday does doesn't look like a washout entirely. The bulk of these scattered showers would be during the first half of the day. And by the time we get to some of the big headliners for Dreamville during the evening and night, we will be dry. At least it's going to be warm out there on Saturday. 81, quite windy. Sunday looks dry. Should be beautiful. 68 degrees with plenty of sunshine. I'll walk you through the hour-by-hour -hour rain chances on Futurecast for Saturday coming up in just a few minutes. The timing will be key. All right, Kat, thanks. Over the last few weeks, we've covered book bans in schools, but there are thousands of North Carolinians already living in places where certain books and magazines aren't allowed. Our state prisons. WRAL's investigative data journalist Ali Ingersoll looks at the policy and the list of banned books. Where the Crawdads Sing, the Carolina-based novel landed on the New York Times bestseller list and also the master list of disapproved publications in the state's prisons. It's among more than 800 books and magazines people who are currently incarcerated aren't allowed to have. A book is a tool when you're incarcerated to free your mind. The Color Purple, The Burning of Black Wall Street, some editions of Men's Health and Harper's Bazaar, Orange is the New Black, all titles not allowed behind bars here. And some of the ones that are perplexing to Kerwin Pittman, who served time in prison and is now an advocate for the incarcerated. Some books I could 
kind of understand, uh, especially when they title it um, safety concerns. Um, but majority of the books, uh, it makes no sense. The master list of banned publications is updated annually. In the past, other banned books included The New Jim Crow, The Autobiography of Malcolm X, and Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? It's no rhyme and reasoning to the band. It's, it's like, you know, it's just how I feel today and I wake up and this is how I feel and so I'm going to ban uh, this book. The grounds for banning material is vast, but the policy we received from the state sums it up as material which could result in threats to institutional safety and security. This could be information regarding violence, sexually graphic descriptions and depictions, manufacturing or concealment of drugs and weapons. The State Department of Public Safety has discretion to disapprove something. If a single page includes any disapproved material, it's sufficient to disapprove the entire publication, according to the policy. While there's a form in the policy that requires an explanation for why something was banned, the master list doesn't include that information. For WRL News, Ellie Ingersoll, Raleigh. Interestingly, if you were looking for that spot in the Venn diagram where prisons and your kid's school intersect, look no further than literature. Now, I've covered this topic several times during my segment In-Depth with Dan Haggerty. You can find all of them by hopping on WRL.com and searching In-Depth or Dan Haggerty or Ban Books. You know how to use the search bar, I think. And if you watch my little segment and you have an opinion, please let me hear it. Email me at dan at WRL.com. In-Depth is a place to discuss controversial topics that sometimes the local news will ignore or gloss over. I won't do that. Tell me what's on your mind and we'll go In-Depth. Tributes are pouring in for a pillar in the Triangle's life science industry who passed away last week. Even if you're not in pharmaceuticals, Bob Ingram is a name and face you probably recognize. The former CEO of Glaxo Welcome passed away last Friday. Ingram was also a regular contributor here on WREL during this 7 p.m. newscast at the height of the pandemic. As a former pharmaceutical executive looking for the next big idea in science and pharmaceuticals, he had regular contact with those racing to develop a vaccine and treatment options. Bob was also known for his incredibly kind heart, handwritten notes, generosity, his love of Porsches, and unrelenting love of his family. Ingram was 80 years old. He will be so missed. His family will honor him in a private ceremony. Today, state lawmakers successfully overrode Governor Cooper's veto of a bill repealing the requirement for a pistol permit. The move makes it easier for people to buy handguns in North Carolina. That means the purchase can happen without having to undergo a background check by a local sheriff's office. The federal background check remains a requirement. It's the first veto override since 2018. State workers and teachers could be making more money soon. All state employees would receive a minimum 7.5% raise over the next two years under a budget proposal from House Republicans today. Teachers would receive an average 10.2% raise over the next two years of this proposed budget. Retired state workers also receive attention in the budget with a permanent 1% increase to their pensions, not just a one-time bonus as we've seen in previous budgets. GOP leaders in the state Senate may have different plans, though, which could lead to negotiations later this spring or summer. Still ahead, this year's Dreamville Festival is going to be huge. Tickets are sold out already, but we're going to tell you the official way to buy and resell tickets. Plus, new tonight, a goat and a dog. A best friend duo, you could say. They garnered some serious support on social media, and now we have an update on their search for a new home together. Coming up.
Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A statewide organization makes it their mission to help honor fallen officers by supporting their families. And recently, they've made a major impact here in our community and beyond. Joining us now live is Lindsay Lacazzi, founder and CEO of Back the Blue NC. Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us this, this evening. You started your organization in 2020 to help families just like those of Raleigh police officer Gabriel Torres. He lost his life going to work, shot and killed during the Headingham shooting. He was just 29 years old. How does Back the Blue help families like his? Since our founding in 2020, we have focused primarily on assisting the children and families of officers killed in the line of duty just like the family of Officer Torres left behind. He leaves behind a wife and a young child. And primarily what we do to assist them is fundraising to help support them monetarily because not only have they lost a spouse, but they have also essentially lost a family uh, member and need to learn how to move forward and cope uh, with the loss of their loved one and, and their support, You know, not just emotionally, but financially as well. It's, extremely yeah. important. Just yesterday, we reported the Torres family now has a new home, mortgage-free. Your group nominated them to the Tunnels to Towers Foundation for this gift. That is correct. We've uh, fostered a wonderful um, relationship with Tunnel to Towers. So anytime we have a loss, such as with Officer Torres, I make sure to reach out right away and you know let them know what has happened and make sure they're aware of the situation. And they for uh, reached out to Tunnel to Towers to help assist. I mean, to the family to help assist. You've also set up a scholarship program in honor of Wake County Deputy Ned Bird, who died last year. How many cadets have you been able to help so far? Right. So right now, with the funding we have, we're going to be able to put four cadets through Wake Tech's BLET program. And these cadets will be selected on a merit and financial need basis. These are cadets who are not already sponsored by an agency, but who want to make a difference in policing. Tell me about the meaning behind the 1033 assistance program you have. So 1033 is a monthly donor subscription. And we call it 1033 because 1033 in radio code means officer needs assistance. And essentially what we are doing is assisting these officers and their families and uh, donors who are interested in subscribing can visit our website, backthebluenc.org, and you'll find a link to our 1033 assistance program. You've raised about a million dollars so far and have given that money to the children and families of fallen law enforcement officers. Lindsay Lacazzi of Back the Blue NC, thanks so much for all you do for our community. We appreciate your time too. Thank you for your time. Thank you. A wonderful organization. Let's take a live look outside. Dick's Park, uh, a gorgeous, gorgeous sight tonight. This is going to be where Dreamville is happening this weekend. Festival organizers now offering an official way to buy and resell tickets. You can go onto the dreamvillefest.com website slash exchange and organizers announce the new option on social media. They warn against using third party websites. You'd hate to hate to get ripped off. Those, those tickets can be expensive.
An NC grad student from Cary is helping the city of Raleigh turn a flood zone into a waterfront destination. Nick Musara came up with these new concepts from Midtown Waterfront Park along Crabtree Creek at Wake Forest Road. And right now that land is what you see here. It's covered by crumbled parking lots and abandoned buildings. The park would open up access to the creek and add green space to absorb stormwater runoff and reduce the risk of flooding in that area. That would allow for new developments next to that park to come in. The city says it would take a partnership with a developer to create this waterfront district, but it's a good start. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now in the WREL Severe Weather Center. It is a beautiful ending to this beautiful day. Very chilly today, and it's going to be a little chilly tonight before our next system moves in. It will, but then temperatures are going to be going right back up to the mm -hmm. 80s. We know how it goes, just up and <laughs> right. down and up and down again. It was beautiful outside today, a little on the cooler side. High pressure continues to move in from the west, and around this high pressure, we have a cooling north wind for us. But that is going to change by the end of the week. We're going to see this low pressure system move into the area, and this will arrive on Saturday, though the warm front could push through Friday night. And then unfortunately, the same system is going to produce some severe weather in portions of the Midwest and the Plains down into the South Mississippi, as well as Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas. Some of the same areas that just seem to be getting hit hard over and over again are under a level three threat for severe weather on Friday. This extends all the way up into the Midwest, and it's a significant uh, area covered here under the severe weather threat, a very large level three threat. Over 65 million people are under a risk for severe weather on Friday. By the time that system gets here, we're not expecting severe weather the way it looks now. Check in for updates, though, as we start to get in high resolution model data for Saturday starting tomorrow. For Friday, looks pretty good. Tomorrow, no issues. So we're going to speed on along to Friday. Most of the day will remain dry as we get into Friday evening with the passage of a warm front. We could see a quick shower move through. It would be very isolated. Early in the day Saturday, this is going to be our best chance for rain, likely Saturday morning through the early afternoon. And then because we have this strong front passing through, it is going to be very windy. We're talking about the potential for 35 to 45 mile per hour wind gusts. I do think that this version of Futurecast is a little optimistic and clearing out the rain so fast. I would still keep in a chance for rain early in the afternoon, but Saturday evening and Saturday night are looking drier. And of course, if you're headed out to Dreamville, that is great news because that's when we'll see a lot of the headliners. But so far this week, we have had over an inch of rain in 2019 before Dreamville. That week leading up to Dreamville, we had just under an inch. But with an inch already fallen in Dix Park, and we can see some of those puddles, prepare for muddy conditions. Even aside from the rain that's possible on Saturday, with the rain that we've seen this week, I think it's already going to be a little muddy out there. And you add a lot of people to the mix, you're going to want to be wearing your rain boots, some kind of boots or shoes that you can wash off really easily. Outside tonight, a bright blue sky at the Longleaf Golf and Family Club. It is a beautiful evening in Southern Pines, a nice clear sky out there. We have more on our Facebook and Twitter pages for our WRL weather team of where you can look to see four planets lined up tonight. Tonight, low temperatures fall into the mid-30s to near 40. We could see some patchy frost toward the Virginia line and the western part of our viewing area. It would not be widespread. That's why there's not a frost advisory in effect. Temperatures are going up from here, 68 tomorrow afternoon after starting in the 30s, a big recovery in temperatures to so make sure that you're dressed in layers back in the 80s by Saturday, a little dip with sunshine for Sunday, and then we're back in the mid 80s heading into next week. All right. Thank you, Kat.
an early season for strawberries here in North Carolina. Coming up, we're going to tell you when those gorgeous strawberries will hit the shelves and why it's looking like it's going to be a great harvest. Welcome back, and this is a very nice way to say welcome back. I think let's just take a moment mm. and look at this. You know, it's been a uh, heavy start to the to the week here mm -hmm. with uh, some of the news stories that we've been bringing to you. But a little reminder of the beautiful things in this world. Ah, very soothing. If you love fresh strawberries from the farm, now is the best time to buy them by the bucket load. Oh yeah, typically fans of the popular fruit have to wait until April to stock up. However, this strawberry season is unusual. Typically, the forecast for strawberries in this part of the state keeps fans of the luscious fruit counting the days until early to mid-April. This year is different. No, we're a solid, you know, 10 days to two weeks early at this point. We picked our first buckets of strawberries on the 18th of March. So that was real early. Charity Morris, the manager of Porter Farms in Willow Springs, says the conditions are just perfect for a profitable strawberry season. We had a really warm February that just got the plants growing real good. I know everybody remembers those few 70, 80 degree days, which were abnormal for that time of the year. The official opening of the season at Porter Farm is this Friday the 31st, but many like Andrea Hyatt and Charlene Holmes are already stocking up. We are so ready for strawberry season. <laughs> it's only March. Their kids are also big strawberry fans. Oh, they'll, they'll eat that whole bucket in five minutes if we let them. <laughs> Maura says they had planned to have just pre-picked berries for sale. The crop's looking so good that we're going to open it up for the people to come in and pick their own. She says it may be the best strawberry season ever for local farmers. Strawberry season is where it's at. That's where, you know, we have a lot of families coming out. People, you know, have a good time out there in the field and get some ice cream and make a nice, you know, activity of it. Mm. Strawberry season is <laughs> where it's know. at. I like how she said that. Charity Morris says fresh strawberries will start to fade out by the end of May. So, so that, have some time. Yeah, and that means yeah. that blackberries, blueberries, summer vegetables, are just around the corner. Mm. <laughs> a dog and a goat who are best friends found their forever home after an outpouring of support on social media. That's a great story. Cinnamon the goat and Felix the dog play, sleep, and eat together, and now they will continue to do so. While Felix is temporarily separated from Cinnamon after being neutered, they will soon be together forever in their forever home. This, they will join a small herd of goats. Yeah, they, well, how funny. I mean, that's yeah. going to be a really, uh, that's what a great a story. And I think people were really hoping they could stick together. Absolutely. Because they wanted to adopt them together. So, mm -hmm. yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. See you at 10 and 11. Good night. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors, including esports and gaming administration, simulation and game design, and interactive design. Our classes are taught by full professors, and our small class size means you get one-on-one -on -one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.edu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian.